From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It is a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. Welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and uh, yeah, Brita. That is that is something ugly right there. Castrating kids. Oh, not great. That's what she did. Oh, she took we Utrids, we little thingies. How was I supposed to know that that's what she did? Did he say it's done? No, but you know there was a big bloody area right in that crotchal region. Yeah. Yeah. So. We Utrid's got no li- no We Utrid anymore. Oh, oh God! That just took it to a whole different level. Oh, My goodness yeah. gracious! So here we are. We are beginning season five of The Last Kingdom. Super excited uh, to start tackling this in real time with those of you who are watching it. And just in case you have already binged all of season five, I, a I couldn't blame you. I you know, wouldn't be able to blame you. Um, but if you need a little bit of a recap, basically this picks up. There's a bit of some voiceover. Utrid and his friends seem to be living happily ever out la- happily ever after in this beautiful, fun little village with Ethel Stan, who's grown up nice and strong. Things are seeming great, except Brita lives in Iceland with some really crazy Danes, and they be doing all sorts of stuff. And Stiora lives with Sidtricker in... Um, their place as well and his brother comes and he's drunk and he lets Brita's peoples in and Brita's just trying to kill all of Richard's kids. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not at all. So that is the episode recap. Blake, tell me all of the boring details that I never pay attention to you to, but you do. Hold on, we gotta, we gotta play the music here. All right, this was uh, episode 501. We are finally current, which is pretty amazing. We, we took this project on, oh, I would say just over a, just a, uh, maybe about a year ago, actually. And here we are, finally, uh, episode 501, caught up a couple of days after it premiered, which is great. The director was Andy Hay, who has helmed episodes 406 and 405, and of course, this episode and the writer, oh, the writer is Martha Hillier, the showrunner of The Last Kingdom. She's written episodes uh, 401, 406, 405, 402, 409, 410, and obviously now this one. Mary, your Shields rating for this episode, what do you got? Um, You know, this episode was... I'd say about a 4.5. I'm still trying to get my bearings. I'm happy that it's the season premiere. Um, but there was a lot that of people I don't know. And when I don't do, I don't do well with people I don't know in this show. So a 4.5. But that being said, I'm really enjoying the energy. 
Yeah, I'm going to give this one a 4.35. Uh, I'm going to get into the hundredths for this ep- for this season. I, I guess so. I feel like getting into the hundredths is really important when, okay. you're, when you're diving deep. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I'm going 4.35. Mm-hmm. Uh, this feels very much like season four did uh, in the first episode, the first couple of episodes where it was like, Okay, we're we're back into the world. We have all these new characters. We're in a brand new setting. And there's this new big bad that's come into the world. And uh, we have to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Though there are some really great things about this episode that that make it harder for me to grade. But we'll we'll get there in a minute. Mary, what do you got for your GBG? You're good, you're bad, and you're great. All right, my good. We're the new Danes that are hanging out with Brita with all the white paint on the face because these people are hardcore. We've been seeing some really dumb Danes recently yeah. between all of the different leaders that we've had and everyone just getting in the kerfuffle right before battle. Dumb Danes. These Danes don't see so dumb, especially based upon this one episode between the like epic planning that they had, sending Sig Trigger's drunk brother in, um, Brita pretty much trying to go after both of Uhtred's kids within the same day. Um, All this stuff. And these people will be scary, okay? They're hanging out in Iceland and and all of them are just willing to jump into a pit at any moment. (laughs) Goodbye. There was no like, oh my gosh, let me say goodbye to my mom. Let me say goodbye to my dog. Nope, just bye. Yeah. Yep. See what happens there. So my bad, Brita needs to chill. Yeah. I know I just gave props to all these Danes, but Brita going after Uhtred's kids? Brita, you need to like <laughs> write in a journal or something. This is not okay. My great is I'm so happy f- um, all my friends have a home and they get to be there with their loved ones. Like, oh my gosh, <sighs> Finn got a wife and a baby or a kid. <laughs> like, thank God. God, I'm just so happy. And I know that there's a lot of weird things that happen in this episode, but it seems like for the past several years, things have been great and things have been happy. And it just seems, you know what it seems like? It It's like, where do they live? Not Northumbria, not Mercia, but the other. Thing. Yeah, they're like on the border of, uh, oh, place. you know what? You're going to like this name. Yeah. The name is Runcorn. That's what it is. Runcorn. You're a wizard, Harry. And... I it can't believe you me, didn't even. I can't. Please, there's too many. Told you too many people, too many names. No, no, no. Runcorn. How do you not? How are you not making this connection? I'm just not right now. From Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm not making the connection. The guy's name was Runcorn. The Who's, one, the one that Harry uh, in in the Deathly Hallows. Oh, okay, nice. I I, th- I thought that was pretty self evident. I also have long COVID, so my brain is not. <laughs> you know. Um. So, I love that it's like. To me, watching everyone be merry, it was like Fezziwig's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. You know, where everyone's just happy and Ebenezer Scrooge's memories of Christmas have passed and everyone's jolly and dancing and playing. That's what it was like. It's like Uhtred is Fezziwig, but all the time. Yes. Until Brita cuts his son's pee-pee off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sad for him. Yeah, okay, those is, are my GBGs. That's unfortunate. That is Fezziwig. unfortunate. All right, my good... You know, this show, it knows how to set the stage. Uh, It always has. And it has always been inventive with the visual storytelling that wants to achieve. And the beginning of this episode was no different. Um, I, as most of you nerds know, 
am not a big fan of voiceover until it's done right. When you hear voiceover being done right, I'm thinking Goodfellas, uh, you know, I'm on that level. Voiceovers are important because it can give you information that you would otherwise never be able to get within the, the, the structure or the framework of the story. And we begin this season with a voiceover from Uhtred saying, yeah, Bria, we haven't heard from Brita in forever. And, you know, she's just like, you know, some, some people say that she's dead. Some people say that she's just around. I don't know. And then we're juxtaposing that against Brita with what, who is obviously her daughter, uh, and they're putting paint on their faces, and the the shots of Iceland are spectacular. Uh, Iceland is just a gorgeous place to begin with, so if you're able to you know, put your show there and and have this kind of feel, awesome. And then there's the reveal as she as the camera moves from from Brita over the over the ridge, and you have all of these people, and now you get it. Sure, she's been gone for a while, but stuff's been happening and not only does she have the white paint on her face everybody's got white paint on their face and you know that something is a brewing the bad for me was actually the reveal of the brother being one of Brita's like cult followers and it's not that I don't like that he's a you know a cult follower I think actually I think that's really cool but I think I kind of would have wanted it to be more of a surprise. The way that I see it, it was like, okay, you saw his eye when he was in the food and he woke up and that was fine. Um, and then like, and then you just got these hints that not all was as it seemed. Mm-hmm. And then you see him put his face in the water and not obviously not all was what it seemed. And then you see him put the white paint on his face and you're like, Oh, well, okay. Like I get it now. Mm. I I didn't I don't think I wanted that. I think I just wanted him to keep just looking in the mirror or whatever and we could play with that and understand it. And then when the reveal happened, I feel like that would have been more impactful. Um but that's that. But my great is the family time. Uh, you know, I for us, it's been a matter of a day and a half since this show <laughs> took a break. Uh, but for m- many people, it's been a long time. And I'm sure for many of the listeners and, 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 and the viewers right now, like it's, it's like almost like for Outlander when you're going back home and you see all the people that you love and the feel that you get from it. Uh, you're watching all of the kids and uh, and you're seeing Finnan with his new wife and his kids and, and Edith shows up and we are we feel like Edith at that moment where we're getting introduced to everybody. It's such a smart move from Martha Hillier to have Edith show up and we, along with her, get introduced to this entire new community. Yeah, uh, I find that Excellent. And there's also another thing that I love that Martha Hillier continues to do, and she continues to do it so well. And it's these little devices, these little tracking devices that play a part into the story, whether it was in season four, the girl with the Thor's hammer who ends up getting killed. Mm-hmm. 
or the girl who runs away from Brita as she's sacking the town or the the little the little tidbits that just track with the story. And in this case, we got one of those and it was the tall girl, you know, yes. and and everybody's trying to tell Uhtred to go hump the tall girl. And he's saying, well, the tall girl's too tall. And finally, she, he gives in and he is in the wrong bed and he's there with Edith and she's laughing about it and he's laughing about it. And I just like that, that it's it's almost like an inside joke almost that mm-hmm. just keeps coming up. It, it's 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 not arrested development with all their, uh, you know, inside jokes. But the, these little things, these little things that aren't necessarily fully related to the plot, but they are important to the character and how they are moving in their life. Implicit in the uh, Finnan's statement is go hump the tall girl. Implicit in that is Uhtred has been doing nothing. He has not been partaking in women. No. His sole focus is, you know, run corn and making sure that that town is taken care of. And the question that you have to ask yourself is, is he being chased because Ethelfled is being chased, right? So, all of these questions come up from go hump the tall girl. I love that. I just I think that's such a great little thing that we can all just, you know, get behind. I'm and, shocked. And appreciate. I'm shocked that he's not getting action. Well, I mean, he is the popular guy in town. Here's what I will say. The amount of years that have transpired since season one. I would say are upwards of 30, Mm -hmm. maybe. Like season one, um, Edward was born, right? He was mud baby. Yes. And season four, what would you put him at? Like 20? Put Edward at? Yeah, I'd put Edward around 20. In season four? Yeah. This season you'd put him around 30? Okay, given how so old, given Ethel how old, Stan was maybe ten. Eight, no, yeah. I, yeah, eight, nine. Eight, yeah, so let's let's say he was eight. Now he looks like he's fifteen, sixteen. So I'd say eight years longer. All right, so I'm so gonna now, be. Let's be a little bit liberal and say it's been a ten year difference. Okay, right, because Brita's daughter was born at the end of season four. Yes. Now she's what? Seven? Yeah. Ish? Yeah. yeah. So like, all right, seven, eight years. So you're, we're putting Edward around 28. Mm-hmm. So that was 28 years ago. Uhtred was what? F- uh, 20? I thought we were putting... Um... At season one? So I guess what I'm trying to get at here is Uhtred was about 20 years old in season okay. one. Mm-hmm. And it's been about... Twenty years. So basically, years. like, how was he so hot, young, and vibrant? And, it, and, and he's, he's fifty. And he's fifty years. I mean, old. there are some hot, young, and vibrant people who are fifty, but right. But he hasn't aged a second. Whereas they have aged the queen, and the, granted, and, and I know even she's then, like kind of dead. Even oh, then, yeah. Like they need to have taken some notes from This Is Us 
and yeah. or they need and, to take and some notes from Outlander. Exactly. Yeah. But of course, you could still be hot and you know forty years older. Like, let's get with this. Like the way that they've aged up, Jamie and Clea. Yes. Like, yeah, it, and it's not so much so that it's like oh, but it's enough where you can say, oh yeah, okay, I could see that difference. And Uhtred, same exact thing. <laughs> and for the queen, yeah. it's like a couple of wisps of gray yes. hair. Yes. And you're like, it, eh, it come is on now. pretty bad. Yeah, but I would say that. on the flip side, on the flip side, I'm here for it. I really don't care. Yeah, I was going to say, are you willing to just <laughs> whistle past that yes, graveyard? I 100% am. Now, if they start to say, I am 50, no, yeah. you won't believe it. But I can still believe that Uhtred's kids, at the ages that they are, are his kids. Yes, I would agree with that. So I think if that was an issue, like I, I really had an issue at moments in season four with the queen next to Ethelflaed and moments like oh, that yeah, where you're they like, this like is weird. The same exact yes. age, yes. Yeah. And it's because they are. Exactly. <laughs> but right now with with it, with the current youngins, I can believe everything. Yeah. I. Yes. I think as long as the younger generation still looks like a younger generation then I'm willing to I'm willing to buy into the the mystery mm-hmm. of it. You know, I'm willing to buy into the the veil of it. Um what do you think about Ethelfled showing is she sick? Like is she sick sick? So it was weird how it went from like, oh no, mom might die to, okay, mom's totally okay, except yeah. she's not totally okay. So the way that I take it is it ruined her stomach. And no, no, it like, no. I mean Ethelfled, not oh, Aylesworth. Ethelfled. Is Ethelfled sick? She she looks it. Like, she, uh, it's not to say that she looks bad. I don't think she looked healthy. But she doesn't look like herself. Vibrant. Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't look vibrant. And it, obviously it's probably due to makeup and how they shot it. Uh, but she also struggles to get up when she oh, is yeah. praying. Oh, yeah. And even Aylesworth's like, you all right? And, yeah. and Ethelflaed says, yeah, I'm just stiff from riding all day. Oh, my day. God. That was me. That was me. I was skiing and uh, <laughs> I fell off the chairlift. Like when you're supposed to be getting off at the end of the chairlift, I just fell. I just went not prepared. And my skis weren't coming off. I needed to get one ski off. And I, tr- I took it off with one hand and my glove got stuck in it. And so I'm trying to either get the other ski off or get up. And I couldn't for so long. And I'm sitting there like, what's wrong with me? It was terribly embarrassing. But I felt like Ethel flooded at that moment where, you know, you're like, oh, gosh, I shouldn't shouldn't have this hard of a time getting up. Yes. And did you believe that their interaction, Uhtred and Ethel fled, is almost like, oh, it's been about two years since I've seen you. And it's and you can feel the want. You can feel the pull. How did they let that much time go by? I mean, these people I'm sure that's awkward. see each other like every other week. This country isn't that big. Yeah, but I'm sure that it's awkward. Like, I'm sure it's it's been purposefully <gasps> like that. It's like in This Is Us, when Miguel has to leave Rebecca. Oh, yes. Because he after her so much. Ha- hashtag spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Maybe where it's just like, I can't be around you. 
And and uh, Uhtred says as much, I think, in season four when she says to him, yeah, like, I, I can't. Mm. I can't be around. Like, I can't do that. Interesting. You know, I... So, did you buy their interaction? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I, I think you're going to have to buy the interaction. You're going to have to buy... Uh, Ethelfled doing what she does in mm-hmm. Uhtred. By the way, Uhtred's outfit this year? Yeah. It's really good. Everybody oh, looks I'm in. great. The 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 costume department? Mm-hmm. The hair? In. Everyone got another glow up. Oh, yeah. Citric got a glow up. Oh. Another fantastic I feel like you got two more up. kids, too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Citric loves being a dad. Loves being he a dad. He is in on it. He is in on it. And I am surprised Finnan's got a girl that ain't Edith. I am not surprised, and I'm glad he made that choice. Because I was worried it was going to be with Edith, and I was kind of here for it. But knowing that this much time has gone by, Edith is just shady, you know? She's shady. She yeah. slept with the king just to, like, do something. So Well, that it, was at a different knows? time. I mean, mind you, because, like, seven, eight years have gone by. So maybe they did hook up and hang out for a while, but then it just didn't work You called work her out. a cab. Yeah. <laughs> he got no. he got Aldhelm. <laughs> Aldhelm, would you... T- <laughs> Would you, would you take Edith uh, for a ride for me? Um, okay. What is going on with Osfirth? He's the pimp. He is, and women are fighting over him? Oh, my goodness gracious. Who would have thought? It. I love it. <laughs> and then, of course, we have... Uh, there was that great line, too, where Uhtred's like, I don't have time to be kicking ass of uh, of drunk women you know, over over Osfirth. Yeah. And the lady, as she's walking away, was like, you can kick my ass yes. any side. <laughs> these are the little things. Yes, yes. the show these, does it so well. These are the little things that Martha Hillia is bringing to the table that I just did not see with Stephen Bouchard. I, and that may be an affectation of the fact that Bouchard only had eight episodes per season. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like, how much can you do? But the way that I see it is your characters have to dictate your plot. The plot cannot dictate the characters. That is a Mary and Blake commandment. And if you do not make time to get these little things in there, you're not doing a good job. You're just not. Hmm. You, you need it. It's re- Because if you don't have these little interactions... Like little interactions between uh, Sig Trigger and Stiora, um, little things uh, between Uhtred and his men, like and, and like the Finn and busting his balls about Tall Girl and laughing about it, and and then kicking each other and and meeting everybody and every, and if you don't have these things, you can't expand your world. You can't expand your the the, the vibrancy of your characters. It, then it then it be then it feels like a television show as opposed to you being in the world. See what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Um, fun facts: Blood Month is November. Oh, okay. And they would not only like kill and hang out and chill and eat; they were killing a lot for sacrificing purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about? Oh, they I, were, I just wanted to tell you that because I wanted to let you know. That I found that. Oh, no, thank you. Good job with the research, Mary. Trying. And I like the fact that they showed the pig's guts and the pig's heads and everything. And like they kept, 
they kept focusing on it. And mm-hmm. I was thinking like, okay, why? Like what, what is happening here? And then there was that reveal of Wii Utrid coming out. As get, a sacrifice. And Wii Utrid's been, Wii Utrid's been snipped. <gasps> and I'm like, me. now I get it. And, okay. So the bird's falling. Is that because of the volcano? That's a great question. I mean, the volcano's in Iceland, right? So, they have so the that's a long in way. And then the Vikings, I didn't they say like ride the wave? That's what I was hearing them say when they yeah, were like, like getting to. So I was, think she said to the waves. Okay. I took it also, that volcano was not, it was still nearby. So obviously, in my opinion, it would be causing some pretty substantial undercover situations from the tectonic plate. So I thought that they might mean that there's actually going to be like huge waves pushing away from the volcano to help them on their way. That's what I was taking. But I thought, okay, Iceland, yeah, it's far, but not super far away from where Uhtred is. And if there's a volcano going off, then maybe the toxic fumes from it made the birds die. Um, I I mean, I think that's a, a little bit of a stretch, yeah. But I watched Chernobyl, right? That show, mm-hmm. and uh, when Chernobyl blew up, they were fe- they were getting bits of radiation all the way over to like Norway or Sweden, whatever it was, uh, and that's how the world discovered that Chernobyl blew up because scientists got the reading and they were like, hey. Whoa, this is a problem. And they just ended up figuring it out because some lady called and nobody answered. <laughs> um so it, it, can I go can I go that far and buy it? Maybe. I, to me, that just it's more Dane like stuff. Dane like intuition, if you will. I'm not gonna lie, there's a pretty crazy video of um, like some kind of blackbird just dropping dead in Mexico. And I think it even might have happened this year. Um, but they're thinking it was because of toxic smoke that oh, from like the Tonga? somewhere else. I'm not necessarily knowing exactly where they're finding it from, but it's pretty wild. Uh, it's a crazy video. So if you're like someone who cries when you see a bird die, I mean, you just saw them pretend die on our show, on the yeah, show, right. but um, it's a pretty wild thing. And and so, I don't know, that's that's where my brain was at. Yes, the gods could be telling Uhtred something, but to me, in my like scientific mind, yeah, like, yeah what's it would happening? make sense yeah. if all this, you know, fumes come along. I mean, so, and, and then Uhtred even says, like, oh, there's a problem, I can smell it, like, a, it's foul. And that's what I took it yeah. as, was, yes, the smoke from the volcano yeah. has now made its way. Well, it was either that or Finn and ate just too much bad cabbage. Because think about so, it. As he think said. about <laughs> the wildfires that happened in California. Oh, we felt Coast, those effects, yeah. And we had those effects really seriously. And we're in I mean, Rhode Island. Yeah, so we're going from one side of our country to the other, and the wildfires were so bad in the West that it looked like fog here. It was yes. significantly bad. Yes. Like it was just absolutely bananas for quite some time. Yeah, it didn't let up for a good few weeks. So I don't know. I'm kind of here on the smoke. Like I'm, I'm here believing it is the smoke. So there are two, I think, real, well, I will say three, three really important reveals about character 
that aren't being told to you, right? They're, you're being shown. Ethelstan seems to be a well-trained, well-thought-out, capable kid. And how do you get to know that? Because, the fight. Because of the fight. Yes. And everyone's saying, oh, the kid's ready, kid's ready, let's go on the hunt, let's do it, let's do it. And, and then the reveal that Uhtred is is not only worried about it, but almost like he can't let go. He doesn't want to let go. And he keeps, no matter no matter how much um, Ethelstan proves how good he is, what happens is Uhtred's like, yeah, no, I, I just, no, you're not ready. Now, that reveal in and of itself is like that because he lost we Uhtred? And is that because he lost Siora and he didn't do the right thing for them, but he has done the right thing for Ethelstan. So is this his chance to be the good father that he probably should have been to his own children? Like that's a great reveal. Like that is, that is the show showing you and not telling you. Another great reveal too is Brita. When Brita just looks over that ridge and sees all of them people, right? And she is a charismatic and lightning rod of a leader. Mm-hmm. People have gone to Iceland to watch volcanoes erupt. They let her little her little daughter. Yeah, like do just what she wants. Take some dude yeah. and let him jump into a fiery pit. Goodbye. That's pretty banana land. I love. Remember how at the end of season 4 I was like, "Oh, I just want some more pagan witchy stuff." I yeah. hope Rita does it. <gasps> Seeing her daughter, known as the seer, you know, so she is the seer. She's playing with those little runes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And what was wild is the guy jumps in the pit. Brita says, show us a sign. And the volcano explodes right away. <laughs> if that doesn't make her followers want to follow her even more, make their um, conviction in Brita as the true leader for them even stronger than I don't know what would do it. Yeah, is... That was lucky. Is there no hope for Brita? Like, is Brita just... No, I'm saying... No, no, what I'm, get, what I'm getting at Brita is... Brita got her groove back. I know, but in terms of the character herself, she's clearly... She's she's on Mars right now, oh, right? Yeah, no, she's... There's no hope for me to love her. Ever again? No. And that's clearly by design, right? Yes. They tried Especially, to get us to feel that way at the end of last season when she stabs Uhtred. But like but you kind of really, got it. Yeah. Like, and even the whole like, oh, dig up the people. Like you kind of got it. I don't really care about those people. Yeah. Like whatever. I don't know them. But now you're gone and, and, and snip, snap, snip, snap. <sighs> like Michael Scott. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Well, and it's not only just we Uhtred's, we Uhtred, but, uh. That's Uhtred's line. Yeah. Like, Uhtred doesn't have another son. Well, he does. He does. We just don't know where he is. <laughs> extra, extra Uhtred. That's what I'll call him. <laughs> extra Uhtred. <laughs> so oh, bad. It's so man. bad. But, you know, 
in that, it's like, yeah, you can inherit, you can go get Bevenberg, but like, who are you giving it to? Nobody. Yeah. You give it to your son. Extra Uhtred. And that's it. And yeah, extra Uhtred. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, and Stiora, she ain't going to take it because she's, she's you know, They've shacked up with Sigtrigger. in Northumbria. So why not, right? She's an Everwitch. Yes. Uh, or Everwitch, that's where they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, Everwitch is part of Northumbria. Okay, city, state. City, Good. state, city, okay. state. Um, Sigtrigger, doing the right thing. Clearly, the brother is trying to wedge himself in between Sigtrigger and Stiora. Yeah. And it pretty much succeeds. I would say that, again, Stiora is all very much Gisela. Okay. Because she is. But now, in this season in particular, she's she looks like she Gisela. Does. Like it's it is wild, and the confidence that she has speaking at the table, like that's one of the things that I loved about Gisela. She always spoke her mind mm-hmm. amongst men, women, whomever. You know, like even the king came over and she was able to talk a bit. And I just think that it's so wonderful to see, like you said, the visual aspects in Sior that kind of look a lot like Gisela, but also the way that she handles herself and her confidence. Yeah, and it's funny that like Sig Trigger is the one that's saying, yeah, you know what. Hey, the people come in, mm-hmm. they choose their faith. Like we're living in peace here. Yeah. And it's it's Stiora who is somewhat falling prey to the game here. Where she's saying, Edward has taken all your people. Why are you letting this happen? And this was the this was the girl that said, that is a game for old men. Yes. The kings and all that other stuff. So it's I don't want to say ironic because I don't think it's ironic, but I just, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. That she is. Because people's perspectives can change. Yes. You know, I think she saw it as let's run away and have a safe space for us where we can truly be ourselves and not have to worry about the war and everything. And yeah, if there's like a random Christian guy that wants to come in, whatever. We're not going to kill him, you know. But now it is taking over. Yeah. And then they obviously Brita gets led into the camp because of the brother, and again that's that's kind of the scene that I I want to see and be really impressed by. Like I I want that when Brita shows up, I want that to be a surprise, mm-hmm. right? I don't want that to be a um like it like an obligatory reveal. Yeah, uh, and that's the issue that I have. But she does show up. And she does do the things that she does, and and let obviously the action is back in the last kingdom. People are dying. Where's Tiara? Where's Uhtred Stark? Oh man! I like that they have a character who is deaf. Again, another nice little detail. Like, obviously, there were deaf people then. You know, it's I just a lived-in really... world. Mm-hmm. It's a lived-in world, and that feels great. That feels awesome. Agreed. Agreed. Because, again, there is this little deaf girl that is serving Stiora, and they're having these little conversations with Sign. Just a nice little thing. Whether or not it pans out to be anything, who knows, who cares? But the fact that it's there is awesome. And that she and Stiora communicate, you know? I've always, it's something that you do. You wonder how did people live in different times when they didn't have the 
the things that we have now. And obviously they created their own sign language then to be sure. able to communicate. Yeah. It's something I think about frequently as I have I wear glasses or contacts. And previous to there being glasses, I would have been in so much trouble. <laughs> I would have been so blind to things. And, and, and that's something that I think about. Like they didn't have glasses then. Yeah. You know, a lot of those people can't see well. Yeah, they're just like... <laughs> Just using their hands, searching about. <laughs> um, now that Brita is clearly the big bad, mm-hmm. and she is clearly going to start a rise, and she's clearly going to create an issue with Wessex. Yeah, like this is going to be a thing. This is it. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about her being the big bad now? I love it. I wanted her to be a big bad. Was it only nat? Like, was this progression only natural? I yes, one hundred percent. Because we opened season one, episode one, with Uhtred and Brida being children. Yes, and going on their evolution of being raised Saxon, being stolen by the Danes, converting to being Danes. You know, being together, being loved, having um, a pregnancy together, losing that pregnancy, like all these different things. It is a beautiful and tragic evolution. Are we in danger of losing Brita's humanity? I don't really care. Like, I think it's gone. Yeah, and, th- and that's what I'm getting at. Like, Are we in danger of losing the characteristics that make her a viable person? We- will she just become a force? No, because you have to keep your keep in mind all the trauma she has gone through there have been people who have continually lied to her she's been used by men like even though she kept thinking that she was having a son she is so proud of being this woman and she's probably really happy she has a daughter because every single guy she meets lies to her and double crosses her in some kind of way so i don't know i don't think that she's like lost the complexity of a character, Mm -hmm. I think that that adds to it. And when you are able to sit there and better understand why someone acts that way, rather than, nope, she's bad because she's bad. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, then you really get it. Then you almost believe it more. Would she castrate Uhtred's son? Yes. Mm -hmm. Would she kill Steor in a heartbeat? Yes. And we know why. Yep. Sig Trigger is in, is caught in between all of these people. It wasn't clear to me if he was going to be dead. I was going to say, and that's my question. Is he going to be long for this world? I don't know. I would hope that his brother would save him, especially because his brother overhears everything that Sig Trigger says. Like, he's my brother. Come on, I want to be nice to him. Yeah, but well, by I'm that point, hope? he's been radicalized. So at, at that point, it, it don't matter, right? Like, If you don't have white face paint. <laughs> you're you're out. You're out of this team. Where's the white fa- white know. face paint kid? Oh. Um, you can only get it in Iceland. It's part of your yeah. Journey. <laughs> it's part of your yeah your your journey of your you mecca. Make it with the ashes of the person who last jumped into the pit. <laughs> um, so we we have Steor who now is in mortal peril. Like something is going to happen to her, and this is obviously going to get back to. Uhtred. And I like that Uhtred. You think she's there. Brita! And that is, and that in and of itself is another great show yeah. don't tell. Because How in, scary is that? It's nighttime and you're just standing near the water and you can't see. Like, is right. there a boat there? I don't you know. Don't I need know. glasses. And the fact that he, and Uhtred is a pretty calm, by, by this point in his life, he's like a pretty calm, 
Until like, his son's peepees cut off. And what I'm seeing, and again, implicit in this action of him screaming out into the night. Is it the Franker beans when someone's castrated? The beans? <laughs> it's the beans. Oh, so his peepee's not cut off. I was yeah. just trying to envision that. I didn't understand. Okay, okay, okay. Um, implicit in that action of him screaming is that he's scared. Yes. He is scared. Yes. Like in... It's coming off as though like he's being tough, but if he wasn't scared, he wouldn't, he'd be like, okay, well, you know what? Line up. We're going to be all right. Everything's going to be fine. Just w- mm-hmm. when it, when it gets here, we'll take care of it. But he is calling her out and he's calling her out to, to get her to show herself. He doesn't even know if she's around there. Like, and he's just screaming. I love that. I Freaking love that. There was so much to love about what is implied in all of these actions. Um, just a real, a real, real benefit uh, mm-hmm. to what the show is trying to accomplish. Is there going to be something between Edith and Uhtred? I don't think so. I mean, while she's around, why not? You know, sometimes friends with benefits is, is fun, flirtatious, <laughs> and easy. Um, but on the flip side... He doesn't want Finn in seconds. And as I said, there's nothing that leads me to believe that they didn't hook up for a little while. Sure, sure. But so. there is also that great moment where Uhtred says, you know what? People change. Who knows why she's here? Like, it could be anything. But I think he says that in a bad way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, people change. So, yeah. like, so I don't think he wants to get in bed with Edith anytime soon. And that's that's very possible. And that's I, why I'm saying I'm that. I'm hoping that he nakedly covering himself walked out and found the tall girl. In my <laughs> mind, he does. Um, how do you feel about Aylesworth? And, you know, at the end of season four, she was on her deathbed and she wakes up and I'm happy with it. and she's alive. I didn't want to have to deal with all that drama of the whodunit and did she know she was poisoned. In my opinion, that eventually will come out and something yeah. will be said and happen. Yeah. Uh, because obviously the father-in-law is still having issues, but I appreciate that she's now like really ill because of it, that it did yes. cause massive difficulties. Yes. I'm happy she's here. I'm happy we're not still stuck in poison time. However, when we get to the father Father-in-law, I am shocked that he is still like living in the palace oh, and yeah. Edward still has to put up with him. I'm sorry. You're the king. Yes, that's the queen. But you could put your foot down and say your dad. And it's not like you stinks. care about the queen at all anyway. No, like you clearly hate them this. Away. You basically told Phil, I hate your yes. daughter. Like send them to Hawaii. Goodbye. <laughs> You've got enough money. <laughs> and not on top of that. The daughter is just like, yeah, let's go kill Ethelstan. Let's just do it. Can we please do it? Just, just, can we just get it done? I just can't. I just can't with And them. Phil is actively trying to kill Ethelstan. He's the one that hired, of course, those three guys who tried yeah. to kill him. Ethelstan, thank God, actually killed two of them. And the third one, uh, now his job is just to go around town being like, aren't we so lucky that yeah. we know who the heir is, who the <laughs> Ethling is? Yeah, whatever his freaking name is. I can't even remember anymore. Elfwid bull, bull cut kid. Yeah. <laughs> the beetle. The beetle. <laughs> um yeah, I just Phil, I can't believe Phil is still around. Agreed. And I can't believe uh I I, I just oh why would you why, Edward, why do you let Phil just still stick around? 
Drives me crazy. All right. You got anything else you would like to say about this episode? No. All right. Fair enough. Let's close this bad boy out. Let's do um, it. Oh, you know what? We actually have a uh, some listener feedback. Great. Uh, it says this one comes from Amelia. She says, "Hello, Hi, Mary and Blake. I just listened to the podcast for Last Kingdom season three, episode nine. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how you just loved that the show left it up to you to decide if Uhtred actually came to Alfred as he was dying, or if Alfred imagined it, and you believed that he imagined it. Personally, I immediately thought that they were just going to." Uh, they were just going how close to death he was and then focused in on Uhtred so we could actually hear what he was saying. But I always thought that he was there. Now, maybe you have already been called out and addressed it on the next podcast, which I haven't gotten to yet. Or maybe no one said anything. But for some reason, I felt compelled to point Thank this out. You, Amelia. Just a few scenes later, yep. when Uhtred is with Bianca. Finnan and Tura, after he finds out his pardon no longer stands and he must leave, Uhtred says he can't leave until Edward is king. Bayaka asks him, but you promised Alfred this? And Uhtred responds, I did. I would have to say that this is proof that the interaction wasn't imagined. My husband and I were watching The Last Kingdom last year and almost made it to the end of season four. Then we got distracted. And when you two started podcasting about it, <laughs> I found it the perfect reason to start from the beginning again. Yay. And I'm loving listening to each podcast after each episode. Thank I you. found you with the Outlander Cast podcast, by the way, go Yay. to marionblake.com, check out Outlander Cast. And I'm very excited for that to return as well. Mm. Well, Amelia, it's returned, baby. Yeah. And Mary and I are podcasting about it. We just completed our listener feedback episode for 601 mm-hmm. Echoes. So I'm very excited about Thanks, that. Amelia. All right. So uh, we have. Thanks, Amelia. We have a Destiny to be Theory of the Week. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. I want to let you know that this Destiny to be Theory of the Week is brought to you by the Mary and Blake store. Just go to the MaryandBlakeStore.com where you can get all different kinds of cool uh, products and, and, and things like merch and whatever for all the different shows that we cover, including The Last Kingdom. And we just put out a brand new product. Screw you, Crow! Uh, based off of Mary's very funny line from the uh, I think it was episode 307 where uh, little Elfwyn was f- having a fever dream following a crow. Just too much. <laughs> Just too screw much. you, crow. Yeah. So we put that out there. That's now out. All right. My destined to be theory of the week is this. Sig Trigger, dead. Going to be dead within the next two episodes. Okay. I can appreciate Gotta that. Going to be dead because there has to be some kind of, I don't want to say payment, but there, Brita has to continue to do stuff that makes her the big bad. And if Sig Trigger's around, then that makes it more that difficult. That makes me sad. Even though we had a lot of Sig Trigger in four, yeah. I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough. And I feel like he's such a breath of fresh air. And granted, we can have that with Stiora, but we've seen how hard it is for women, aside from Brita, to make a difference in the Saxon world. I mean, yes. it took a lot for Brita to get to the and position. It took that a lot for Ethelfled. Anyway. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I just, I'm sad because I like that neutrality that Stiora and Sid Trigger have been able to bring about. And if he does die soon, I'm going to be really, really sad. Yeah. About that. I will be sad about it too. I, I think there's more for his character to do. But oh, if he bands together with Uhtred, it would be such an amazing. I kind of like that team. You know, he wants to join in the Blood Month. He wants to join up. He wants to join Seal Team oh, Uhtred. 
He's he and so Finn wants- will have like a secret handshake. And- <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And you know, another quick thing watching Ethelfled with that crown yeah. that she has. I don't know. She wasn't wearing it last season. So when I saw it with her in this season, I don't uh-huh. know, it just felt right. It just felt very, like, yeah, very felt like, oh, for her. Like, I agree. you have a crown. You're the queen. Like, she's how awesome deal. is that? She's a big deal. That's cool. All right, let's close this bad boy out. Okay. We want to thank you all so incredibly much for making uh, it to the end of this show. Hello, hello. Thanks to our friends at jointhenerdclan.com, of course, for being patrons. If you're not yet a member at jointhenerdclan.com, what are you waiting for? Tis the season to join my friends. It's oh such my a goodness. great time too. I also want to remind you all that in addition to podcasting, I actually also run a business called Minute with Mary. It helps people feel super creative and confident with their makeup and their skincare. I'm not wearing any makeup right now because I've been sick and I'm just trying to go with the flow as it's been the time change day, the daylight saving time day, and it's thrown our whole family for a loop. So even though I don't look made up, I promise you, I know how to do it. And I would love to help you feel more confident. So just search the hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook or Instagram, or you can go to MinuteWithMary.com. Or you go to the YouTube channel and see all the yeah, great stuff that she does there. Yeah, see everything there too. Exactly. Know that that is another way that you can help contribute to Blake and I as parents and podcasters. So thank you so much. Uh, keep your eyes on all of our social media channels as we are pumping out tons of content. Don't forget we have a complimentary text reminder service. You can see all that information. Um, on, on our social media channels we pump it out there regularly and on that note my name is Mary my name is Blake destiny is all <laughs>